Sisters are complicated, especially the undead ones. Podcasting all of Azeroth, this is World Warcast episode number 261. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Well, better than you're doing. <laughs> yeah, my, my dead Mac. Well, it's not dead. The video card is dead. I still, I ordered a new one today, so I'll have a new one in 7 to 10 days because I had to order an i7. Yes, but you are suffering through a major problem with your video. <laughs> yeah, the video card has to run an external monitor, so it's running it in 16-bit color. It's just you... great. <laughs> can you even can you even do much with that? You I mean... can. It's it's fine. It's it's just that some of the colors are a little whacked. You know, uh-huh. instead of instead of getting like that 32-bit gradations, you just get like 16-bit flat. Oh yeah. So it's 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 fine, it's it's fine. <laughs> that, like that comic book with the dog in the in the room that's on fire. It's fine. <laughs> so anyway, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Well, um, I, I'm going to be talking more about what I did when we talk in our news section. We talk about the the shaman challenge because that's what I've been doing this week. That's what I wanted to do this week, and I wound up getting like really, really sidetracked with a bunch of stuff. <laughs> We've been doing a lot, so I'll sort of explain this. About twenty, yeah, it was twenty-two years ago. I remember it was ninety-five. No, it was earlier than that. I had gotten this uh, thirty-five millimeter projector from a guy in Queens, and um, it just got to the point where it broke, so I had to put it put it out for garbage but the problem is that you can't put out a quarter ton thing for garbage right so <laughs> i had to dismantle it piece by piece so that i can put it in little bite-sized chunks so that they can throw it away so that's why i haven't been doing the shaman challenge because that took so much of my day over the weekend <laughs> if, if you ever want <laughs> just dismantling a simplex e7 is just really not that great of a anymore so anyway i got to you know why don't we just start talking about it i got to level 15 and i just flew through it i got to level 10 in under an hour that was my goal and i got to 15 i think it was an hour and 40 or Uh something like that i don't remember i have to look it up but um i guess what i can say is that you know we we had our rules and i i did all the, the heirloom things and i sent myself bags and that's fine yeah, that's fine. It's all within the that's all within the purview yeah. of the regular challenge. I'm going to talk a little bit about the what we're calling the naked and afraid challenge, ah, which yes. is the the one where um, you don't have all those advantages. But anything else is the regular challenge. Anything's fair game, no, well, except for a few things. Somebody had was it you? Somebody came up with a subtitle for naked and afraid. It was no guild, no gold, and something else. No, no, no guild, no gold, no gear. That's right. That's right. I am not doing that. I'm the whole point of this was somebody had said it's hard to level an elemental shaman and so like, okay. And then Ren said hold my beer. So <laughs> so um so that's what we're doing. And somebody in the chat uh, in Discord had come up with the idea of um of this whole naked and afraid thing. I forgot. I think that who. was me. Was it you? Was okay. Me. So so there are two Groups of people doing this sort of thing. Well, and then, then there's sort of a subgroup of us that want to do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing the regular one first, and then after the holidays, we're going to run a second challenge circuit, and it's going to be the naked and afraid challenge. Mm-hmm. So there are some people who are doing naked and afraid now, and you have my applause and everything else. But uh, we are going to be running a special naked and afraid challenge after the holidays. Okay. And there are some specific rules that had to be hashed out for that. And I'll talk about that in the news section. Yeah. No guild, no gold, no gear. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about what I did to level up as fast as possible. So I have a Logitech mouse. I forgot the model number, the one that's got the 12 buttons on the side. So the first thing that I would do is I would map as I got more and more, uh, spells, I would map them to what was more familiar to me, like on my other characters, like my mage and my rogue and my death knight and demon hunter and such. So, so that was 
that. Um, one thing that I found is there were some mobs that I was able to one shot. So then when I would get a quest and, it would, and they would say, go over here, I would go over there. But then on my way there, I would just completely destroy everything in my path. So it would be boom, kill a flower, boom, kill a flower, boom, kill a thing. And, and I have the level one mount. So I was able to get places pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, I also picked up mining and herbalism, and the reason why I did that is because you get a, a good amount of XP from oh, yeah. from a couple of it's, it's like what a second, second and a half of banging on a rock or something, and so it's like dink, dink, three hundred XP or three hundred and twenty some odd XP, dink, another three hundred, pull flowers, another three hundred XP. So at the it's, time it, at at higher levels it's like a quarter to a fifth of a bubble yeah. for one mine or yeah. one flower so it's worth it it's definitely worth it um and then i just optimized my path the big mistake that i made and i was really afraid that this was going to screw up my ability to get to level 10 in under an hour was i accidentally went to dark moon fair mm-hmm. and i did not yet set my hearth back to the second area um so i had a like motor all the way back oh, i was just dumb i was just dumb I'll, I'll talk about some of my really boneheaded mistakes that i yeah. made that will make your travel mistakes look like peanuts <laughs> well all right so i made a third mistake which i didn't realize until later and it's been a while since i leveled uh, a character from scratch is that when you're using heirlooms you out level an area faster than you normally would. I forgot right. about that. And so I'm killing these mobs and still instead of getting like the three, four hundred like I was a few minutes ago, I was getting like sixty. I'm like, right. this isn't right. Then it dawns on me, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be here. But what I was trying to do is like my brain was trying to follow the breadcrumb path of all the quests. Instead of just saying screw this and going to Stormwind or Redridge Mountains or wherever it is that I had to go and just moving on from there so what happens with heirlooms is that instead of doing a whole zone like you used to do in vanilla or bc and then moving on to the next one you would do like a quarter or a third of a zone and then uh-huh. you would say okay well i i guess i just got to go to the next place and right. you got to figure out where that is so i think that's all that i've got off the top uh-huh. of my head um about what not to do, what to do and what not to do. So I have a long list of things. Not all right, to do. go for this it. This is well. No, I, as I said, I'll talk about that. Well, we're going to talk more about the shaman challenge later. So oh, we are. I'll, oh, okay. Okay, I'll, we'll do that. We'll do that at the end. Um, this week in WoW, of course, Brewfest ends mm-hmm. on Friday. Um, you can go at I think it's six fifteen, uh, server time. Mm-hmm. Um, to or six fifteen PST, whatever that is, server time, uh, for a ten percent buff lasts for two hours, lasts through death. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good one to get, and uh, that stacks with any Dark Moon Fair buffs that you get, like the carousel or the hats. Um, and of course, Dark Moon Fair ends uh, at the end of Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. and uh, and Saturday, excuse me, yeah, the Harvest Festival mini holiday starts on friday that is not the pilgrim's progress one right. it's the, just the little one where you go and you honor the statue and you get a toy i, I don't even think it's a to- it's classified as a toy it's just a thingy that gives you food oh i don't know um next week is pet bonus experience 300 percent pet experience so if you're into leveling pets mm-hmm. you can do that of course, the big thing that happened today was getting on to news. Yes. The Legion Q and A. Yes, I think we agreed this was not one of the more scintillating. Well, Q and As. Here's the thing: is that it's getting to the point now, and, and I can't really blame them. Is that they're they're starting to repeat some of the questions that we got previously, right? And. I, I mean, some of these answers I think could have been answered in the forums. Mm-hmm. But all right, like for example, the first question was: Is there any word about how we're going to deal with artifact appearances in the next expansion? And they said, "Well, there's no word, but they would like it to be moggable." Well, 
we already knew that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that, I mean, what I'm saying is that that was like a question that didn't really need to be asked because it was already answered the last time. Mm-hmm. So when they pick these questions, I I just wonder like, well, I'm, what was the what was the question after the last one that could have been asked if this one wasn't used? Yeah, so, and there were there were like questions. There was a couple, followed up by a couple of questions about tier sets and a couple of questions about um, are you going to shore up any of these specs that are weak? Mm-hmm. Their answer was basically no. We don't think there are any particularly weak specs. So <laughs> all sure the warlocks that. just went what? <laughs> yeah, there was there was some probably some raging about that. Um, they did say also that. Something about druid forms with the with the artifact appearances. Yeah, druid forms are part of the artifact appearances, and they will also stick around somehow in future expansions, which is fine. They said that the only exception to this is that anything that you have to work for in this expansion, you will not be able to do. Um, you will not be able. You will not be able to automatically get in the next expansion. You either work for it now and get it now, or you don't get it in the future. Right. So. So if you have any of those things that you really, really want, get mm-hmm. it done before the expansion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you can upgrade items to 1,000 the same way you did with 970. I, I guess we sort of expected that. Mm-hmm. There are no new legendaries that are going to be added to the loot table. So I guess... Presumably until the next expansion. Yeah, until the next expansion. There was a question about whether or not uh, MDI was a success. That's the the Mythic Dungeon Invitational. I did not watch any of it because I did I? <laughs> well, I just I I didn't have time. I just I, yeah, I, I saw people I. talking about it and it seemed really interesting, but I just I didn't have time. Like I had a everybody everybody knows that I do a Star Trek podcast. I had to actually like push stuff around just to watch Star Trek this weekend. I was that busy. Mm-hmm. So, no, I didn't watch any of uh, MDI. And they said that it will probably show up in the future. It was that successful. And uh, it it looked interesting. Now, they also talked about whether or not they learned anything from from MDI. And they said yes. And they also said that people watching it might have learned a thing or two from, from MDI. Because up until, what was it, maybe Wrath? When did... um. What was that website that everybody went to? Um, Thoughtbot? No, 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 not thought that. <laughs> no, it was the class-based one. The one. Um, all right, it was Elitist Jerks. <laughs> I actually had to stop the recording. I completely forgot. I was like, I know it had like a nasty name to it too. Okay, it was Elitist Jerks. So yeah. in Elitist Jerks, it used to be that you would go there and you would discuss, 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 and that was okay. Um, but the difference between discussing and seeing is is pretty vast and you're watching a video of somebody saying well you can do that because if, if somebody talks about it sometimes you have to sort of see the timing right it's like if somebody tried to describe music right you, you, you sort of can't you have to hear it well and, it's like if someone describes to me how to do a boss strategy mm-hmm. i really prefer to go to youtube and watch a video right because it's one thing to have it described to you, and it's another thing to say, oh, that's what that crap on the Yeah, exactly. Like. You sort of have that aha moment. Yeah. Not take on me, but you know what right. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, one of the things that they were talking about during this part was they were saying that they wanted to give classes more utility. And what? Ren and I at the same time were like, <laughs> but, but, but. But they took it away, <laughs> like Wait, years ago. Were we just talking about this last week? Yes, I think think we were. It was the yeah. last week or the week before, and they they took utility away from most, if not all, all the no, not all, but they, they took utility away from classes. And they had a good point. Is they said, well, what they were saying is that like sometimes you would have class X and you would need class X, but they want to be able to do something with class Y instead in case you didn't have class X. And I, I guess that sort of works if you're doing 10 mans, but if you're doing 25, well, I, I don't know. Maybe things are different now because you've got a demon hunter. I don't know. I, I, what I'm saying is that I, I haven't, I've never run a raid. I've always been in them. So I don't know what class makeups 
should be, is what right. I'm saying. So, for example, um, you know, Magmadar in Molten Core, you always uh-huh. had to have a a hunter that had trank shot, but you couldn't yeah. get trank shot until you killed Magmadar, <laughs> right? right? So, and and then you had to have that hunter had to have uh, DKP and such. You, know, you wanted to make sure that that guy wasn't going to go running off into the next guild. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're saying that they want to bring utility to to classes makes me wonder why they took it away in the first place. Because they're always saying bring the class, not the player, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but one of the biggest complaints over from the last few years is like, well, you know, what am I as a class? Right. So. Well, and they brought utility up more than once yes. during this hour long. So I think this is something that we're hopefully going to see being introduced back into the game is this concept of utility in mm-hmm. classes. Yeah. So that was good as far as I was concerned. All right. Um, if anybody's doing followers and I just stopped. Me too. <laughs> You're going to need max followers to do the Antorus raid missions. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, they're unlocking. They are going to be very shortly. They seem to indicate unlocking the Argus flight whistle on all your characters. Nice. So, I like that. I miss the flight whistle. Mm-hmm. When I don't have the flight whistle, I desperately miss the flight whistle. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would introduce a flight whistle for all the old zones too. That that would be nice for some classes. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Uh, were okay. Um, Corcoroon and Macquarie world quests will not be account wide because they're story dependent. I, mm-hmm. I have to agree with this. I think that there is some, and, and this is another issue that had come up more than once is that what should be class specific and what should be uh character. I'm, I'm sorry, not class specific. What should be player specific and what should be class specific? And I know, jumping ahead a little bit, there was even a question about whether or not prestige should be on, on your alts and I'm, I'm just I'm watching this going who thinks that's a good idea how well you play your mage should not be an indication of how well you would play a rogue right because they're completely different characters in pvp yeah actually just completely different characters period i yeah. mean, have to add that part yeah i mean i am one of the most the biggest cheerleaders for alts and having things oh, sure. available for, for different alts and not having to, he, he made some comment about, you know, the seventh or eighth time you've been through something, it can get a little repetitive. I'm like a little repetitive, yeah, a, li- <laughs> a little, uh, but so I'm a big cheerleader for that, but I do recognize, and there are some cases that just doesn't make any sense. And PVP is definitely one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do in PVP on one character should uh-huh. not reflect how you do on other characters. I I don't believe in that at all. Right. So, okay. Uh, where are we? Oh, AK will go up to 55. Yeah, they said that the that it's going up like one point every week. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, but know. it'll stop at 55. Yeah, I don't even know where I am. I thought it was at 54 something. I have to check. All right. Now, this was an interesting question. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody had asked when the spider boss was going to be back because there's a level three recipe that people have been trying to get. It's an alchemy recipe. Yeah, it's an alchemy. Re- yeah. And good question because people in chat were even asking the same thing. It's like, when is this boss going to come back? Because I guess it hasn't been up and it's only been up once. Right. It's, on, it's only been up once. Okay. So... Ian said that they understand that people want this recipe, but you know, see, this is something that kind of irks me. It's like he said that there used to be a time when there was only one person or two people or a handful of people either on a server or on a guild or something that can do something. Well, that's 100% true. The difference is that we didn't have to wait for a boss to be up in order to get the recipe to drop, we would have to work for it ourselves. Now, for example, I run AQ40 once a week, and the twins that are there they drop uh-huh. uh, they drop recipes for uh, uh, for enchanting. Uh-huh. 
but the the thing is is um they drop them like you know that they're going to drop i think they're 100 percent drop rate uh-huh. so it's only a question of how many enchanters are in your guild or at the time it was dkp but the point is is that you could work for this stuff and 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 i was telling ren about this example that i had earlier where in um in burning crusade and netherstorm i don't remember the name of the recipe but the recipe only dropped off of a handful of mobs that hung by a rock formation somewhere in the in the zone i don't remember what it was and i sat there and i Storm mountains i think no it wasn't no it was definitely netherstorm oh it was yeah it was definitely another but when i say rock formation it was it's just like you know it was just 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 this rock that was only like 10 feet tall but they they would hang around this rock and those were the only mobs that dropped this specific recipe, and I worked for it, and I got it. At the time, I was the only person in my guild that had that, but that was because I worked for it. I didn't have to wait right. weeks. Or, you know, another example is there were a lot of recipes in vanilla you could only get if you had the reputation with yes. like, the Thorium Brotherhood. Yes, exactly. that's a very good example. And the point is you worked for it. You put the time right. in. And so equating waiting for a random boss to show up to working for something and and this is something that I've I've not liked in WoW is waiting on the RNG versus actually putting time and effort into something. Well, probably that goes back to EverQuest cuz you remember in EverQuest we you could have not only this rare mob, but you had these placeholders. It would only yep. spawn like once every, if it was fast, it was 28 minutes. <laughs> or once a I, week. <laughs> or once a week. I yeah. mean, if it was slow, it was once a week. And you'd go there and you'd camp them. You had to do this to get your epics and such. I, I went through this. I did this for tw- one mob for 24 hours straight. I did straight. it. I did it. Yep. Yeah. And killed all the placeholders until I finally got that one mob. I think that that what we're having is um, is PTSD from <laughs> that experience. I don't know about PTSD, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm overstating I, things a little, but yeah. yeah, it's it's bad. Certainly, bad memories of having to to camp camp for these things for ages and ages. Yeah. So no, I'm I'm not a fan of. It only drops off this one mob, and, you know, it might be up in a month. It might not be up for six months. We don't know. And then what if you're gone? What if you're right. not by your machine? That's what annoys me is that... What if your computer dies? Okay, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you another example. In my bank, and, you know, I don't do this so much to be a pack rat because this stuff is useless now, but it's nice to sort of, like, have mementos of the things you've done. I have the ring that would open Ubers. I have... <laughs> oh, my God. No, I do. <laughs> I have this. There were uh, there are these two vendors that you can only see in front of Scolo if you had the spectral insight thing, like things like that. But I worked for it, mm-hmm. and so like I'm really trying not to sound like I'm on a, on some sort of high horse. But the thing is, is that I I really hate when something you earn is based on the random number generator, and I feel the same way about legendaries. There are still some people I see them in chat that have been playing the game since day one of Legion, they still do not have legendaries. I'm like, that can't be good. I don't know. I mean, and I've gotten them. Like I remember on one of my characters, I got it in her first bag Mm -hmm. from, from doing one of the, uh, doing her first round of world quests. Yeah. 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 So I, I just have a bunch of issues with that. I, I, I am a proponent of putting in the time. Uh Um, and so I, I want to be sure that everybody has an equal opportunity to get whatever they want in game. Some people will put in the time to get the recipe, whatever the recipe is. Some people won't, and that's okay. That's I don't fine. know. There, I don't know how many recipes. Where do you want to spend your time? Yeah, I was one of the few people that had a certain alchemy, uh, not an alchemy recipe, uh, um, an enchanting recipe in vanilla, mm-hmm. and. That's just the way it is. But but this goes back to another conversation. I don't want to like drag this out, but there was a conversation. I think it was last week, or I don't know if it was online or offline that we were talking about this. Is that the ability to have some prestige on a server? And we're not talking about prestige levels. We're right. talking about just just fame. Like, 
Yeah. No notoriety. Yeah, and, and vanilla and BC, it used to be if you need X, you would go to person Y. Yeah. Or somebody in Guild Z might have it. Mm-hmm. That's gone. And I miss that, not because I want to feel like special or anything like that, but I'm just saying that I feel that in some ways the game has become a bit homogenized, mm-hmm. that you don't stand out as much as you used to. Right. So, so that's a that's a long winded answer to how I feel about random number generators. <laughs> and what did you call this? We were talking about this offline, and I sort of accidentally came up with the title for the show, which is Gating versus Waiting. And the the reason why I did that is because it used to be in Burning Crusade. People used to complain about the gating in Burning Crusade. I totally understand that. But at the same time, if you think about working towards something versus waiting towards something, I would take the gating versus the waiting. Yeah. So... I mean, I've complained about some of the gating issues in in this expansion in particular, but yeah, I I guess you know in in general, I'd much rather rely on my own work than relying on a number random number generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so that's our long winded answer about that. All right, there will be more Sylvanas Greymane story progression, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and again, this is <laughs> more people. There was another question about <laughs> people complaining about random number generators. So, yeah, well, um, news at eleven. People yeah, never yeah. Do that. What I wrote in our notes is: um, is farming thousands of nether shards that kind of work that you want to do? And my answer to that is no. That's a yep. lot of work. You know, you want to, yep. you know, thousands and thousands of nether shards for um, for something is not my idea of fun. There has right. to be a balance between putting work in. I miss Burning Crusade. I really do. I miss <laughs> Wrath. Well, you'll get to experience it all again very <laughs> How? soon. How? Oh, a new expansion? For Shaman. Oh, for Shaman. Oh, well, yeah. But well, it's... no, you're not going to get the same experience because you're going through it when it's, when it's all deserted. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, somebody had asked about whether or not we're going to have better server connections. They said, yes, they're working on that. So that the smaller servers that have been largely abandoned will be paired up with larger servers so mm-hmm. they have more people to play with. No flying in Argus ever. Fine. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. Like Thunder Isle or some of those end game yeah. bits that uh, they've added to different games. Right. And then the last thing I have written down here is the, the issue about uh, prestige and PvP, whether or not all should have it. So that you know, I, I jumped ahead a little bit there. So Right. So that was it for the Q&A. Um, yeah, I, I think there are some more burning questions that people have about classes and, and things. Um, it seems like a lot of people are concerned about the RNG. More yeah. so in this expansion than I've seen in others. So I yep. hope that they, they address it. They said they're going to. Right. But whether they're going to do it before the next expansion comes out not quite sure about that. Mm-hmm. So, All right, the Shaman Challenge. Yes, I've had an enormous <laughs> amount of fun with this. Okay. My character is level 50. Mm, God almighty, 15, level 50. You're 15, I'm 5-0, yeah. Um, I am not exactly burning things up time-wise. Mm-hmm. I've made some real good mistakes, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, because okay. uh, I want others to avoid my mistakes. Um, my time right now is 16 hours and 22 minutes. Wow. That's pretty which, good. Yeah, that compared to some other, there's a lot of other people who are, who are doing better than I am. Now, uh, Zandara suggested a different name for the shaman challenge is kind of boring. So she got out her, <laughs> her rhyming dictionary and came up with transcendental elementals, non-judgmental elementals, and my personal favorite, which is developmental elementals. So <laughs> I, I think that if we went with an alternate name that developmental elementals would definitely okay. be my, my favorite. But, um, so anyway, the, uh, a little bit about the naked and afraid subversion of it. For those of you who might be, I'm going to address people who might be new to the 
the cast. This might be the first one you're listening to. We're doing a challenge of running up a level one shaman elemental spec only, mm-hmm. only and forever, no changing specs, and to see who can get it in the least amount of slash played time. Yeah. That prevents you know people from having life invasions where they're not going to be able to play for a while or you know having to take apart giant pieces of equipment to put out for the garbage or whatever they're doing that's going to prevent them from doing this. This isn't a real-time race. Right. Um, but there's a subset of this that uh, we're calling the Naked and Afraid version, which, is, as we pointed out, I had the no guild, no gear, no gold. It doesn't matter necessarily what, uh, what order those are in. But there came up a number of questions on our Discord server about specifics with that since we didn't lay out the 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 rules for that so i just wanted to clarify that these have all the same rules as the as the regular challenge but just some clarifications like on the no heirlooms Mm -hmm. that includes your heirloom gear the heirloom mount the level one motorcycle and flight point maps Oh, Remember the, the toy. Toys, the the yeah, toy for the flight point map. But, but what if you already had a character that grabbed it? Um, You have to redo it on every character. Oh, you do? Oh, yes, yes do. I did hear somebody say that. Yeah, okay. You have to redo it on every character. Okay. One thing I will also point out, just as an aside on the level one motorcycle mount, because mm-hmm. some people, if you play a panda, yeah. you don't get that. Yeah, people were saying that, and that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's because they're factionalized. There's a different mount. The, the, the motorcycle mount is different. You get a different um, driver. Oh, you do? For Alliance and Horde. Yeah, it's a human for, oh, no, no, for no. Alliance, and it's an orc for Horde. Oh, I see, because you're on the island still. Okay. Right, but since oh. you haven't picked a faction. Now, um, I, I thought it was mean... after. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. And, uh, and someone uh, mentioned on there, and I'm trying to remember who it was, uh, saying that when they, they finished the panda zone that they could st- and they picked a faction, they still couldn't get it. You have to log out and log back in. Okay. And that'll fix it and then you'll be able to pick it. But I, I left the that zone when I was like level sixteen, something mm-hmm. like that. So I didn't have long to enjoy it. By the way, just mentioning when you get to sixteen you'll get Ghost Wolf. Mm-hmm. And that is incredibly useful because you can't it's instant as opposed to the, the uh, regular mounts. Oh, nice! And you could also, you can't mine as a ghost wolf, but you can pick flowers as a ghost wolf. Oh, cool! Okay, so you have that look to look forward to. Okay. Anyway, back to the naked and afraid thing. No, having other characters send you gold. Mm-hmm. We said that's the no gold part. Mm-hmm. You can use an auction mule to save time, but only if you create a separate auction mule mm-hmm. and handles only your money streams. Okay, so. And you can make, remember, you've got a linked server, so if, you have, if you're full up in your server, use a character on a linked server. That works just fine. Okay. Um, you can use legitimate in-game XP boosts, such as holiday events, things like that, Dark Moon Fair Top Hat. Um, but if you're using XP potions or something like that, you can only buy them with your own currency. So that mm-hmm. was something that someone asked about. You can use toys if they're purely cosmetic. Okay. That Any toys that you have, you know, like the Orb of Deception is a great example. Mm-hmm. It turns you into looking like a character in another faction, but doesn't actually do anything. Uh, someone mentioned that they used uh, the, the little Ragnaros as a cooking, as a, as a cooking fire. That's a no-no mm-hmm. because you haven't earned it yourself. Don't use it. And someone else mentioned using the innkeeper's daughter which is a something you get through dwarven archaeology and it replaces you you can use that in addition to using your hearthstone it doesn't give you an extra hearth but someone mentioned if you have short on bag space you can use the innkeeper's daughter instead of taking up a space with the hearthstone mm-hmm. well unless you've earned it by doing dwarven archaeology no no on naked and afraid right but the big thing was on the question of mounts and flying um, because most of us have bought all of our mounts. Yes. So I had to say, okay, you don't need to buy a new mount. So since, you know, you can't get rid of a mount and then buy it back. So we're just going to assume you can use the mount. But, yeah, that should be okay. Yeah. But 
here's the thing. You can only use what I'm calling basic property mounts, which are oh, like the horse, the horde. Well, you, it can have any skin. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, the purple dragon as a flying mount. I don't care. As long as it is not functionally different than the standard mount. And when I'm talking about functionally different, I'm talking about things like the tundra mammoth that has the vendors on it. Can't use that mm-hmm. one. The, um, the underwater mounts, dark moon skate. Can't use that one. Not unless you earn it. If you mm-hmm. earn it, if you legitimately earn it, oh, you can I use see, it. Yeah, yeah. Or like the water, the, the water skate, mm-hmm. the water strider. The, the, the water walking mounts. If you get exalted with uh, the anglers, you can use that one, but otherwise, no. So only stick to basic property mounts. Um, doesn't matter what it looks like. Cosmetic is okay. And this was the other thing. Someone said, well, in, pa- in Draenor and in Legion, I've earned Pathfinder and can fly. And I said, nope, you're grounded. That's tough. Sorry, you're grounded. But but you can just like you would have to be on like Scout's Honor as far as earning it goes. This is all Scout's Honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all Scout's Honor. But I'm taking this as everyone is on their honor to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's this is this is all honor system. So, but if you're really committed to naked and afraid, you've got to walk through Draenor and Legion because man, until you reach level 100 in Draenor and level 110, then you can fly. Wow. Because you didn't That's going to be tough. <laughs> I didn't say it was going to be a picnic, but yeah, I'm going to do it myself. I'm not get doing anything here that I didn't, I'm not going to do myself. Okay. So several people had some tips. Here, here are some of my tips. Um, Darkmoon Fair, as you know, Darkmoon Fair buffs are good, but take travel time into account when using them. Yeah. <laughs> I made that mistake. Yeah, because by the time I had this happen once, and by the time I got back, I only had 20 minutes left on it. Mm-hmm. So it was that was a problem. Uh, with Darkmoon Fairy, I've only got a few couple days to do this, but the Strongest Woman Alive quest where you get the the Adventurer's Guide, and you, kill 200 and you get 250 bits and you take it back to her, well, you get 10 tickets, and that allows you to get a Darkmoon Fair hat. So that gives you, and also uh, take it with you into dungeons because you get some of those dungeon items that give you a one-time quest, which, by the way, you can also buy these in the auction house. And those give you 10 tickets each so you can get more hats, and those give you 10% experience buff. Um, Get a nice mage to port you to the Vale in Pandaria because you'll have better ability to get from one continent to the other. Now, can you do that naked and afraid? Yeah, you can ask a mage. To okay, I I just wanted to be sure. You know, if that's something you can earn on your own, mm-hmm. I would be fine. Oh, with it that. is, it is. I, I'm I'm just. You can ask asking. people for help. I mean, you can beg for gold if you want to. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you get it, but you can't have another one of your characters who's earned it send it to you. Yeah. Um. Remember that there are other portals available to you, and I'm going to have a story about this. One. Okay, here we go. Each major city has a portal to the Burning Steps, which will get you to the middle of the Eastern Kingdom's continent. Yes. And Old Dalaran has a portal to Tanaris, yes. which gets you to the middle of, kind of the lower middle of Kalimdor. Um, and, of course, for the non-naked and afraid, definitely get those flight map heirloom toys because those make a huge difference with your travel. Mm-hmm. Some tips from the Discord group. A legend, legend Harry said, go panda. Okay. They get double rested XP. Oh yes. Especially good for naked and afraid because when they leave the panda zone, they get decent gear. Mm-hmm. Allie said, in addition to the heirloom chopper, you can use the sea turtle and the dark water skate at level one, mm-hmm. which I found to be extremely useful in certain situations for being able to get through certain areas. Also, she recommends doing dungeon quests as being a great way to get yeah. things, get, get gear and get up quickly. That's one of the reasons why I sort of stopped at 15 is because it was late that night and I really wanted to jump into dungeons. And I knew that if I did that, I was, it was going to take me a long time. And I, I, I wanted to spend a lot of time just doing a bunch of dungeons. And the cow King gave the tip of using the innkeeper's daughter toy instead of a hearthstone. If you're mm-hmm. short on bag space, he said, don't rely on professions. He did, is doing herbalism and alchemy, and he says he thought that alchemy would give him a boost, not not 
directly for experience, but would give him more abilities to be able to get through content faster. And he's definitely not found that that's the case. No. I'll talk a little bit about professions in a moment, because this is in the the thing I've been talking, which is mistakes I have made. <laughs> uh, going Alliance. I did go Alliance. I originally rolled up a drain eye. Mm -hmm. I got her to level 11, realized I was not feeling this. And if I don't connect to a character, I don't stick with them. Mm -hmm. So I re-rolled. And I decided I was going to go panda because I have done three pandas, but they've all gone horde. I wanted to see what the alliance side was like. Mm -hmm. And I have to say the alliance panda entrance story is, was kind of a disappointment. The, okay. the horde story is better. Um, so, but going alliance, I'm primarily a horde character. I know leveling horde characters cold. I don't know the Alliance things, and I made a key strategic mistake early on, and that was I decided to go where I was familiar. I do most of my leveling yeah. up in Kalimdor. Yeah. The problem with that is is this uniquely poorly set up for Alliance because the main cities in Kalimdor are Darnassus and yep. Exodar, which are way the hell up, up in north. Up in the northwest corner. Yeah. So getting anywhere after, like, level 20 is a total pain in the butt. Yeah, I found that Eastern Kingdoms is better for Alliance. Right. And Kalimdor is better for Horde because our two major cities of Orgrimmar and Thunderbluff are centrally located. And well, they're close to each other, too, which yeah. um, Ironforge and Stormwind are. But at the same time... Horde have an, uh, an advantage where they've got Undercity up north. And in Eastern Kingdoms. In Eastern yeah. Kingdoms. Now, Alliance and Horde also sort of kind of have a portal to Northern Eastern Kingdoms with the ancient Dalaran port. The only thing is, is that somebody has to put on um, Slowfall for you, or, or you, you have to blink at the last second if, if you don't have the portal. Well, no, you can, I don't think you can go to New Dalaran. You can no, only no. Go to old Dalaran. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Ancient, in, in your low level characters. Ancient Dalaran, the, the hole. You yeah. get ported to the hole. But the thing is, is that, as I said, it's I, I decided to to when I decided to do Kalimdor, and I kind of got. I I, sh I should have just moved mm -hmm. when I realized I realized around level thirty that I was kind of in the on the wrong continent. But mm -hmm. I was kind of like, oh, you know, some of my favorite zones are coming up. And but it really did slow me down because anytime I had to go back to a major city, it was a long haul back. Yeah. And I totally forgot about the Tanneris port mm -hmm. in Old Dalaran. Oh, okay. Un until quite a bit longer. So and you know, and simple things like, you know, when I'm leveling up a horde character i know where all the quests are i know where all the quest hubs are i know oh to get to that quest you have to go to this cave which is way the heck over here and i know i and i spent a lot more time trying to find stuff mm -hmm. so i'm sure that slowed me down the other mistake i made was i did too many professions ah. i also went double gatherer but mm -hmm. i also learned first aid and cooking which, I I grabbed it, but I I'm not doing anything with it. Well, I'm kind of I dropped first aid because mm -hmm. you know, frankly, I can heal myself. I so I don't use it for anything. I finally stopped doing that around mage weave bandages, and I said, "What the hell am I doing this for?" And I've sort of decided I'm going to. At least I didn't learn to fish. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that at least I didn't learn fishing, but. One of the things that I found, yes, Double Gatherer is good because of the extra XP, but I found myself very tempted to work on my smelting for mining, to mm -hmm. get the mining up. So the mining tends to lag a little bit. Um, there aren't as many mines, it seems, as there are flowers. So the mining, and there's a, there's a real temptation to get your, but you can get your, your, your skill up by mining, and there's a real temptation to do that, which has means you got to go back to a place that's got to thing and you got to stand in front of the thing while you're doing your smelting and such like that so i you know i just i, I and i can't help it i just end up doing it. i and i probably won't give up cooking mm -hmm. i just know myself too well um mistake number three was not 
remembering certain shortcuts early, like the heirloom flight path or the location of the alternate portals. This was my epic fail so far okay. of my, this is, this happened at level 40. I was in thousand needles, which is in the armpit of Kalimdor. Yep. Um, and I dinged 40 and I realized I have to go back to a major city because I need to train my mount speed. But I finished out the quest line I was on. I dinged 41. And so I went up to the Vale, came down through Darnassus. Mm-hmm. Again, I had not yet remembered the Tanneris portal. And so I'm doing some stuff. Oh, I got a bunch of stuff to smelt. So I smelt out some stuff. Oh, I should check for cooking recipes. So I check for cooking recipes. And then I get on a, <laughs> I get on the thing and I fly all the way back to 1K Needles and I camp. And then I get up the next day and I realize I never picked up the flight, the the, the ground mount speed thing. So I'm going to have to go all the way back to Darnassus. Oh, my God. So <laughs> I go to... back. So... I put this off and this was, this was evening time by the time I got back to all mm-hmm. this. Cause I had a bunch of things to do. This was, this was last night. I, um, or I guess two nights ago. So I fly all the way, I, I get all the way back into the veil. I discovered that the, the, the flying trainer at the veil, I could learn the ground mount speed mm-hmm. on. So I did that. And then I get out to NASA's and I go, get started on the flight. And I look, oh, gosh, I got to go start dinner. I figure I'll go down, start dinner, and then I'll come back and check on her. Totally forgot about her. <laughs> oh, no. So when I got back on, the neck, and then I go to turn on the computer in the morning and realize, oh, my God, I logged out AFK. Yeah. So I checked her played time. For level 41, which I was four bubbles into mm-hmm. when I started this whole thing, was one hour and 26 minutes. Ouch. So I lost probably well over an hour oh, no. just sitting there AFK because doing nothing. I doing nothing because I had totally forgotten that I had sent her on this flight and left her to sit in the airport. <sighs> so if you're going to... Go AFK. Set a reminder on your phone. Do mm-hmm. something. Don't just let them log out AFK because they'll stay on for a ridiculous amount of time before the server. Yeah, it's, it's a while. I think it's like half an hour at least. I mean, you say it's an hour, but well, I, I think it's half an hour until they log you off. Well, I spent an hour and twenty six minutes of this whole odyssey from the time that I decided I needed to go back to get mount speed until I. Uh, actually got it and got back to oh, I'm sorry. And had I remembered this Tanneris portal, this all could have been avoided. So please learn from my mistakes. Um, I, I did say there were going to be no prizes for mm-hmm. this, but I have thought there is going, there is going to be a prize for everyone who completes the shaman challenge, which is if you post, <laughs> you get an attaboy on the show. I'll give a show. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, oh, okay. Yeah, I get I will, it. I post your 110, your victorious 110 screenshot with your played time. Mm-hmm. Give me your your race, your your faction, and any comment that you want to make about your experience, and I will mention you on the. I will talk about it on the show. Okay. So, uh, everyone who finishes this will will get a shout out from me and a thank you for participating in this in this challenge i would really like to know how people feel about going from 60 to 70 and 70 to 80 because i heard that those are really bad well so far i really have not been finding it that difficult i mean once i worked out the mechanics of the rotation and such Mm -hmm. like that like one of the things that i that worked for me as a mage that isn't did I found out doesn't work for me as a shaman just because of how they work is I would often pull with a long cast. Oh yeah. And then hit you with the instant casts. But with elemental shaman, a lot of the times, like for example, um, was it lava burst? Yeah. Is the long, is one of the long cast fire ones. Well, it does a ton more extra damage if you hit if it's affected by flame shock. Mm-hmm. So you hit it first with that instant cast flame shock, and then do the lava burst. And I can one shot a lot of things that way on fifty. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But if I do it in the opposite direction, if I pull with that, I takes forever to get them down after yeah. that because you don't get that the synergy of those two uh, things going on. And by the way, another hint: if you're level, if you when you turn level fifteen, if you take anything but totem mastery, you're an idiot. Just my opinion. <laughs> okay. Totem mastery is amazing. Okay. Um. So that's my. I, I'm ha- as I said, I'm having great fun with it. I, I really, you know, I, 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 right now at fifty, it's not too bad. Okay. We'll see how the rest of the levels go. Yeah, see how sixty to seventy goes. We'll see. I just, I just remember as much as I like Burning Crusade, I just found that the last time I leveled somebody up, that took forever. So. Well, maybe I'll do that more in dungeons. And less in uh, okay. less just questing. We'll just have to to wait and see. Um, so bringing back mod of the cast, I am to using two shaman mods. Okay. The first is max DPS shaman, which isn't that useful yet, and it keeps giving me an error that I don't have stormkeeper on my bar. But stormkeeper is the ability you get with the level one hundred uh, weapon, huh. legendary weapon. So. Uh, apparently this is more for higher levels, but it does give you some clue on what you should be using first, mm-hmm. which is kind of how I learned to use Flame Shock first. And the other is Flo's Totem Bars, which are a thing that put your totems on a little bar above your bar mm-hmm. and just make it just gives you a little extra uh, room on your real estate to be able to. So, so it kind of organizes your totems for you. Okay. I don't have any mods. I I haven't updated anything, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't added anything, or so I don't have anything this week. Well, I would definitely, as I said, out of the two, Max DPS Shaman, I just don't think is that useful at lower levels. But Flo's Totem Bars, definitely install that one. Okay. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week. There's a I lot think so too. to go. All right. So, yeah, by, by this time next week, I should have, I should be up to at least level 50, maybe 60. Well,. That's- that's Unless life invades again. I know. All right. How does everybody get a hold of you, Ren? I am on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata and on Facebook at Renata Kane. Look for the undead chick. I've also been hanging out a lot on Discord, especially in the hashtag Shaman Challenge channel. Yes. All right. Uh, speaking of which, I, I made one for this week in track. It's the same. It points to the same place, but um, I made a shortcut. For Discord, Kara came up with this idea. She goes, you should make a better URL than like discord.gg slash zero blah, 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 blah. So what I did was um, discord.thisweekintrek.com. I'll make one for World of Warcast. It doesn't matter. It'll just point to the same place when I do. But um, this way, you don't have to remember or know the goofy URL. Maybe just It'll Warcast. Just, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll set it up. Oh, and... Make me a mod, too, because I need oh. to pin a couple things. All right. Well, then, all right. I'll do that <laughs> as soon as I'm done recording. All right. Um, so I am Starmike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. And, of course, uh, discord.thisweekintrek.com. That's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll see you on the Shaman Challenge. And now I don't know what to say for the Alliance or for the Horde. You can say the Giants suck. That I can say. I can get behind that. All right, giants suck. Mm-hmm.